This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show. I am Stamford Chidge. It is, in fact, Friday, and I have, as ever, my partner in crime, the very lovely, uh, the, the man whose face has been on your TV screens in one way or another all week, Jonathan Kidd. Oh, how lovely, Chidge, to be on the show after my my brief 10 seconds of, uh, not even stardom, 10 seconds of, uh, of my, my red-faced visage. Uh, with my silly hat on, uh, looking. Somebody said you look. I look like a rapper on telly because I kept my beanie on. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun to to. And um, our next guest, in fact, uh, got me the introduction to ITV, and the BBC camera crew just happened to be there at the same time when I was uh, allowed to to vent my spiel and uh, on um, on uh, what we're going to talk about on the program tonight. And who is this guest that you speak of? Oh, she's a woman of mystery. She's a woman of of tours of the Orient, of of tours of battlefields, of historical um, scoops, one might even say. It is, of course, the girl without balls, one of the... <laughs> The one of the it just smut sounded buddies. so funny you saying it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's one of the the smut buddies without the other smut buddy it was on the other day. It is of course the excellent, the the pulchritudinous. Oh my god! Is, whoa! The the vivacious. Whoa! The terrific Alex. What's a sort of Churchill? I'm pretending. Okay. Um, lovely to have you on, Alex. Alex was underwhelmed by that intro completely. Do you know what I was doing? Do you want me to be honest? I yeah. was entering, I found a, one of these McDonald's things. and I, was I thought you were entering a, entering a competition, Mike. Well, apparently I didn't win anything, so McDonald's can suck it and I'm going to hang out with you instead. Yeah, oh, good on. I, I, for one, am very glad to hear that. And the one thing that he forgot to mention is the, the exceptionally beautiful Alex Churchill. I just wanted to get that uh-uh. in. Actually, that's what pulchritudinous means. Oh, does it? Well, I yeah. think beautiful. Yeah, I love that word. No, no, no I'm, I'm still, I don't even, I couldn't even begin to pronounce it again. So you know what? I'm not. So anyway. What, in my book. Well, actually, I might meant to tell you, actually, you know what I did yesterday? Because I had a couple of hours to kill and I was staying in my dad's old flat, which is in Kennington. I went round the Imperial War Museum for a couple of years, a couple of years, a couple of hours. It felt like a couple of years. No, it didn't. It was brilliant. Yeah. The best thing of all was that uh, my wife works for BMW and I found in the Second World War bit 
uh, a BMW motorbike with a sidecar with a machine gun attached to it. So I took a photograph of it to show her what her employers were like back in the Second World War. Because <laughs> I'm like that. Oh, I'm going back there uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, to uh, see an all-girl event, which well. is cool, about women and a few, all the jobs women did yeah. in the Royal Air Force. It's and very... The interviewers female the interviewee is female it's all about girls well it's very very good and it, it's a long time since i've been there so i really enjoyed it anyway i'm going to tell you all what's on the show tonight uh the first part of the show is courtesy of mark mean is brought to you by the sponsorship of mark mean and it is called frankie goes to bollywood clever bollywood if you prefer which we like so we're going to talk all about super frankie lampard being back which is just too good for words uh, part two, quick uh, review of the Liverpool game. <laughs> I say quick because not a lot happened. Uh, and then the third part will be, of course, us previewing the uh, game away to the Wolves uh, tomorrow. So there we go. Pack show as always. No journos this week and no opposition people. Just me, JK and Alex. What more could you possibly want on a Friday evening? Anyway, JK... Super I, Frank is back. Who'd have I, thunk it? Who would have thunk it? It's either a wonderful move by uh, uh, the new owners, or it's going to, uh, as you expressed earlier, Alex, suck horribly. Um, but I don't think it can. I don't think it will actually, because I think I think it's quite clever, and uh, because he's on a he's on a um, he's got uh, like Potter had, I suppose, after the. Uh, with all the, the injuries he, 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 and, and the fact that we thought he wasn't going to be sacked, he's got to get out of jail free card because if he gets them to score and play better, then that's great for him and his CV. And uh, if he wins the Champions League, then they've got to actually consider whether or not they ought to keep it's him Robbie on. Robbie Matteo all over again. All isn't over. It? And then they can sack him in November after his absolutely. first. Absolutely. <laughs> absolute, absolute bollocks. But uh, it's um, you've, I've got to hand it to them. It, it's made it very exciting. It's it's a it's a from a PR move. Whether it's just to to appease the fan base, who knows? But from a PR move, I think it's uh, it's very clever because we really did not want to have um, Bruno carrying on for the next eleven games. I'm sorry, that was just like watching uh, the same the same old same well, it, old. He just so obviously didn't want to be there. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Alex, uh, you know, I, I I called this out. The, the peeps, who, the one or two people who listened to this show, were quite enamoured of me saying that what we needed to do uh, this was last monday it, you know a week is a long time in chelsea football club even less than <laughs> yeah. five days in fact uh, it seems like a year ago already but i was i was calling for the debrightonization of chelsea football club and and i think in one fell swoop hiring frank and of course his backroom staff which includes ashley cole the legend that is ashley cole joe edwards chris jones and i think paul clements as well if i'm not mistaken. So we're, we've debrightonized it, and it looks like we are re-Chelsifying it, which I wholeheartedly approve of because there just hasn't been enough bloody Chelsea at this club for the last six months or so. Yeah. I just, I said on the radio, one of the radio things, uh, they're clearly not as stupid as I thought they were. Because, mm. um, <laughs> like, Frank can't lose. He cannot lose in the next 11 yeah. games, can he? Because if it's terrible, it's been terrible all season and it's all Potter's fault. And if it's not terrible, then it's our Frank. Like, there's, I mean, you just wave a shiny Frank Lampard in front of Chelsea fans and you've, you've bought yourself 11 games of peace in terms of dissent in the yeah. fans, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. what they've done. I don't, I don't think it's any, all of this 
crap about like the someone one of the radio hosts read out the, the uh, quote by the uh, owners about why they're taking it back and went that's a bit convoluted isn't it and it, it's it was bollocks it's just like a load of contradictory PR bollocks it's like you've done it because you want some peace you want us to shut up so you've given us basically our favorite toy back to play with for a few weeks while you try and fix this shit show because really if you didn't want to keep him like i i had heard all season nothing will make them fire him they are in it till the end of the season at least they will not get rid of him no. i might had a slight bit of respect for that once it was clear like because we're not going down are we and it can't it can't like literally end in disaster i might have had some respect for them like having the backbone to go through with that instead of chickening out at the last and getting rid of him with a, a, a few weeks left it's wank yeah it is i mean i think it is i think it is very shrewd of them i do um the other thing that i think you know because it's actually quite this is this is difficult for me because i i argued quite forcefully jk will remember this i argued on monday that it would be a good idea to get the new manager in now because then he gets 11 games to realize you know to figure out who he definitely doesn't want to have play next season make his list of who to get rid of make his list of who he needs to get in which makes a lot more sense doing you know having that preparatory work done now than just starting with pre-season um however the counterpoint to that and i believe this is one of the reasons why they've done it is they they they've got their shortlist which apparently is still Nagelsmann Enrique I think Pochettino is on it but he's not being mentioned a lot hilariously Mourinho no not for a third time some bloke called Gallardo from South America so I think what they're trying to do is say well we've got all this list but you know we we want to do our due, due diligence this time because we didn't really do enough of it when we hired Potter so we can't make the same mistake again all of which i heartily well, approve of as well anyone with any credibility is not i mean if i was one of those top managers and i'm looking at a job where i don't intend to get fired come november i'm going to be like oh, i'm not fucking taking over that shit with 11 games to go and sorting that mess out thank you very much i'll come along in the summer when uh, you, you've adulted your way out of this season and I'll have a nice pre-season and I'll have some say in who stays and who goes and it'll be my show when I start. Like, honestly, anyone with an ounce of, like, clout would not take that job right now. So they, they're sensible not to try and find the right person for the job right now. Because I wouldn't take barge pole. But normally that doesn't happen, does it, that you, people are, that... that, that... But Chelsea have sacked somebody for a, a, a bad series of results rather than a than relegation prospects. Because normally in this instance, if they sack somebody with, with 11 to go, they'd get Allardyce in or they'll get, as Everton did. Yeah, exactly. Tyson, I'm like, they'll I'm get not somebody to stop them from going down. So yeah. you're absolutely <laughs> right. Nobody nobody would therefore come in. For, what we discussed, it would have made sense for them to come in and then work out, I like him, I like him, I don't like him. Mm. On reflection... It, it, the we were staring with the, staring in the face of having um, uh, that terrible suggestion that Potter said I will be contacting him to try and make it as smooth as possible. You think, hang on, oh, we don't have anything no, to do. Just fuck off, please. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Please can, disappear can you from imagine, the club forever. So, sorry, can you on. imagine walking into this job with eleven games to go, right? And you're actually like one of the. I mean, don't I? 
I've got real issues with this Nagelsmann after Martin Wickham sent those three strikes around to our WhatsApp group and one of them was him wearing a suit with no socks. But I'll get over that. I will. <laughs> but if you're if you're someone like that. On the skateboard as well, you remember. On the skateboard and in oh the yeah, it was three strikes and we don't want him, I think, as far as Martin was concerned, which I, I'm down with that. But yeah, I just feel like you would come in with 11 games to go. You'd find a load of knackered, disrupted players who have had this shit show of a season with this World Cup in the middle, uh, who are all in a bad mood, who have all got like, they're all going to be knocking on your door, whining about the last guy in some way. You've got all these people to fix in that and you've got Real Madrid next week. No, thank you. I think I'll go and sit on a beach somewhere and laugh at you till the summer then call my agent. That would be my response if I was a credible football manager who was looking at, who, who could assume they would get a job offer from Chelsea. I would be like, yeah, I'm, I'll go on holiday. You get your shit together and I'll see you later. I think though some of them will have phoned, like Enrique, who did apparently a very good presentation. I think they, some of them would like to get in as soon as possible. So I think they'll have done a Zoom or something just to say I'm interested and I will do the following. Um, because that seems to make sense that they're they're yeah, in the hat, they're enough. in the ring, as it were, rather than well, I fear those also as well. That was sorry, I was just gonna say also as well, they could be in touch with Lampard, couldn't they? They could be like, yeah. I'm really impressed with that guy, put an arm around him, tell him I don't want him going anywhere, I've always admired him, blah blah blah. Uh tell Abamyang he can fuck right off and I'm not interested. I mean it, there could be some kind of they could start putting a mark on it, couldn't they? I, I but mean, to come and take it over and that. What is it? What is interesting? I mean, I go back to it. It's kind of the debrightonization of it and the rechelsification of it. And you know, I, we we well, I mainly, but I think all of us collectively gave gave the new owners a bit of a kicking over the last couple of weeks for the shit show that was going on. But actually, this shows me that they're not, as you were saying, Alex, they're not quite as daft as they look. And maybe they realise that is that actually, oh, okay, you know, this is a big club. It has a soul. It has history. It has a culture. It has a DNA. Uh, you can't kind of like take the marrow bone out of it. You need to actually have a bit of that DNA running through it. And you know, they know as 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 much as we know in terms of the fact that Frank Lampard is one of the the biggest, you know, one of the greatest players we've ever had at the club. He's universally liked. Okay, loved, loved, Chidge. Loved, loved, loved. Yeah, absolutely. Good correction. I mean, as a manager, yes, it did all go a bit to shit towards the end. But I think that they were very, as with as there always are with every managerial appointment, there were mitigating factors therein. Um, but he's 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 not he's not a, a, an elite, you know, top five coach. We know that. But I think he can do, I think he can do a really important role for the club here. And as I said, that's to re-Chelsea-fy it a bit. Uh, and he is on a. I mean, the thing is about Frank, and, and it was so clear. What was lovely. Just the big grin on his face as he walked back in. When you consider what had happened to him, he basically got summarily told to fuck off and then Tuchel comes in and wins the Champions League. I mean, you can't, you know, he's human. That must have really hurt. But he, you know, we say, we throw this around, don't we? Kind of glibly. Oh, yeah, he loves he loves the club. He loves the club. This man clearly does love the club because, you know, a lot of people would have said, no, fuck off. I'm not going to make myself look an ass for you. Um, but he did. He says, yeah, come, yeah, I'll have more. I'll have whatever you give me. And I love that. That 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 for me is a good start, Alex. That's because he's fucking clever. Sorry, I'm swearing today. He's fucking clever and he knows. And that is why when they shat all over him last time, he went with dignity and quietly and didn't kick off 
because he knew he wasn't done at Chelsea and he wasn't. And he probably won't be done at Chelsea even if they only he, keep he could him become like a twenty game. foot like the new the new version of Goose Hidding, couldn't he? Yeah, but like not old as dirt. But um I did also as well, like our biggest criticism this season, isn't it, has been they just look like they couldn't care less. There is no chance any of them are going to be allowed to walk onto the pitch with that attitude with him in the dressing room. Yeah, definitely. Also, they might that, score, that might would score be enough goals. for the fans. The that would be enough might, for the he, fans. He might, he might ship a few in defence, but I think we'd score. I think we're going to yeah. score. I really do. Well, I, I want to... But I, I honestly feel like even if the results aren't there, if they just look like they care and we see someone with a personality again on the sideline... I think that would probably be enough for the fans. For well, the I, I agree. Week. But I mean, I, somebody needs to confirm this for me. I haven't actually bothered looking at Mixler. They're usually very good at correcting my my appalling uh, lack of uh, interest stroke knowledge. Um, but I'm bloody sure. Uh, I'm bloody sure. Where's my chat box gone? Oh, I know. Sorry. I'm, I, I'm, they've, they've, they've changed the layout of uh, Mixler and I can't understand... What the hell is going on with it? I'm still looking. Here we go. Found the chat. Right. I think I think Paul Clements has come back too. Um, if if that is in fact true, and I haven't just imagined it, that's actually really good because Paul Clements has been a manager in his own right. He was the assistant to, to Carlo Ancelotti in several clubs. This is a guy who really... I mean, he has more credentials. Paul Clements on his own has more credentials than Potter and any of his staff. So we've brought a proper football man back, a guy who gets Chelsea as well. That's really good, irrespective of Frank coming back. Joe Edwards and Chris Jones know their onions too, and Ashley Cole is as, almost as much of a legend at Chelsea as Frank is. This is really good news on a football front, I think. Chidge, they've both been Derby manager as well. What, Paul Clements? Yeah. Yeah. Did he? When, did he, when was he Derby manager then? Thought he was briefly Derby manager. If I got that completely wrong, I don't know. I don't know is the honest answer. But I think it, it, you know, that's a that's a strong backroom staff. It's a very Chelsea backroom staff, and arguably, as I said, it has more credentials than Potter and his staff did. Just Paul Clements on his own. Um, it was lovely to see. Also, just going to lay it out there, Chidge Joe Edwards is fit. Okay, that's obviously very important. Um, Frank's presser was lovely. It's so good to have him back. The bottom line. Here's the thing. Here's the question. You know what? What? I think it's intriguing. You know, there could be so many little narratives going on here with this. I mean, the most obvious thing, of course, is that Mason Mount, it's been terrible for him all season. He's had a terrible season in terms of his own form. You've then got all the contract stuff going on. Um, if you were to if you were to say to all of us two weeks ago, what's the one thing that might turn Mason Mount's mind around? We would have probably, if we'd have Frank. thought about it, said having Frank as manager again because he, he and Frank I mean you know the whole Derby relationship what he did uh, with Mason uh, I mean you know that it's actually quite pertinent this because I've got the last uh, I've got the two last team selections that Frank did up on my screen the very last one was Luton in the cup the one of the last league match was obviously Leicester when we lost 2-0 I remember and I because I, I was there obviously but I remember we talked about it on the show he made Mason Mount captain in that Luton match, if you recall. First time Mason Mount was captain. And we said at the time, he's making a statement there. He knew he was going by that stage. He was making a statement. So this could this could resurrect the relationship between Chelsea and Mason Mount. And I bloody well hope, hope so. But beyond that, these are the players that were there then 
that are still here now. And I have to say, it's far more than I thought. Um, Eduard Mendy played in the Leicester game. So you got in the Leicester game, you got Mendy, Thiago Silva, Christian Pulisic, Kovacic, Mason Mount, Kai Havertz uh, on the bench, Kepa and Aspie. So there's a lot of players still at the club now. And in fact, actually, uh, I, I don't know why I didn't highlight these. That's very rem- remiss of me. So I'll run that. Th- I'm going to do, do that again. These are the players that are still at the club now, right? That were playing in Lampard's last couple of matches uh, when he was the manager. Mendy, Silva, Pulisic, Kovacic, Mount, Ziyech, <laughs> Chilwell, Reese James, Kai Havertz, Kepper, and Cesar Aspilicueta. So that's quite a lot of players that are still around that were here when Frank was here last time, JK. So I see that as a good thing, actually. The question is... It... Apart from the ones that hated him. Yes, I was about <laughs> to say which ones actually hated him. We we, we know that Rudiger and uh, and um, and great hair Alonso hated him, but then they didn't play consequently. And then uh, TT just put them back in the first team and they revealed they were actually quite good. Um, but... Um, uh it it will he go with the way they've been playing um as some managers tend to do in this situation or will he just oh. rip it all up and choose his 11 this is what because on the way that mace has been playing he shouldn't get in the he hasn't even got on at all has he and yet as you've said he clearly um responds to to um uh to frank enormously so does he get in regardless does he pick it on his knowledge of the players or on current form well, Does this, he... this is we'll find out won't we tomorrow i mean I've, I've picked a team for part three in part three i'm going to reveal my team which will answer that question for you but i think i think the general point here is it's going to be fascinating i think the questions for me are exactly as you said is he going to go is he going to go back to what he knows which are the players that i've just outlined what's he going to make of the new players is he going to uh, look to bring more of the youth through is he going to for example play Gallagher a lot more uh which is a good question you know he's homegrown there's a lot of interesting questions that arise out of this appointment I think will he play Aubameyang well he would do if he was fit is he not fit now then no he's not I looked at flash score and they said he's got a back injury he's tweaked his back tweaked his back twerking to Barcelona I think he had a a back injury when Potter was manager yeah I think Potter put his back back injury he won't have a yeah, could he, he he put his back up. Whereas perhaps he won't have one now that Frank is manager. Let's 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 see. You know, I'm I'm well, I'm we, intrigued by who he could pick. I mean, he we're going to get to that. Who he definitely will pick. You've done it, obviously. So we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, indeed, Alex. I mean, you know, it, it is intriguing, isn't it? You know what it's going to mean for the squad. Uh, and as I said, I think in particular the interesting questions here are Mount James Gallagher, Pulisic. He loved and got a tune out of. So Pulisic might be a happy camper now. The war, the worry is Ziyech, which was a frank buy. God, I hope I thought we'd seen the last him. And then, of course, there's poor old Kepper, who's actually been doing okay-ish as our number one. Who, of course, he tried to get rid of. So, and of course, Mendy, Mendy's on strike from what I can see. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say I don't think Frank Frank isn't like Jose, is he? I don't think he's going to come in and make a point like if it was Jose, Jose would come in and go, "Oh, Kepa, you can get back on the bench, you bastard." Whereas Frank isn't like that. I think Frank's smarter than that, and Frank will go, "Yeah, do you know what? You haven't really done a lot wrong. Um, I mean, you are the better option at the moment. So let's just start again. Let's clean slate, start again." I honestly 
think that Frank is intelligent enough to, because that is the right thing to do. And I think Frank will do it. I can't imagine him coming in with any previous baggage. It's a clean slate. And if he doesn't approach it, approach it like that, he's being an idiot and he's not an idiot. He might um, I really, really, go on. I was going to say he might ring Bruno and ask him what he thinks of the players, how they were doing. <laughs> yeah, doubt it somehow. Really, I just, I really, I just love all this shithousery in the press. It's like, how unconvincing is it that you've got a 24 hour news cycle? So you just make a list of every manager that doesn't have a job and link them to Chelsea because then that's an article and you can carry on spinning it. My favourite, my favourite is people who think Conte might come back. Clearly proved he's batshit crazy. He's batshit crazy at Juve. He was batshit crazy with us and he was batshit crazy at Spurs. Who's going to give that man a job? No one good. No, no one good, which is why he went to Tottenham in the first place, right? Because he's mad. Yeah, that's a, well, that's a, I mean, some bizarre names going on. I mean, I can't believe... I mean, Mourinho's thrown his own hat into the ring, allegedly. But I can't say... The one I'm really curious about is this Gallardo bloke. Do you know anything about him, JK? No. There were a couple of other names in The uh, the Guardian this morning, n- um, neither of which I'd heard of. Um, um, and I, I, I wrote them down. <laughs> I wrote them. They were so... It's so significant to me at the time. I just think that the journalists, are, are, it's its open season for anybody. I mean, they even, somebody actually even put um, uh, um, Nuno Santo as being oh, an option. Oh, God, yeah. Fuck, I, I missed yeah. that one, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, that, Sam Allardyce isn't working right now. Yeah, hey. This, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. This, this Gallardo oh. chap, uh, he's... he's I'm ma- Googling him now. Right, Gallardo's managing River Plate in uh, Argentina. Uh, I think he... I don't think he is. It says he last managed, so he's jobless. He's at, at the okay, moment, he's he's at, he's hang on, I'm, I'm, whi- I'm whizzing, I'm whizzing down to the screen. This is li- live, uh, live, yeah. live. I, I am Wikipediaing as we speak. We so, are. We, yeah, he was. I am definitely in Wikipedia. Season. I'm definitely in. Wik- um, after a tough fail, is that fall in the? La, 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 la. Yeah, they're in the Copa Libertadores. And then he fucked off, basically. Yeah, ends of contract. Uh, he said he was taking a break at yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. Is he the bloke we played against in the World Cup? Yeah. No, I don't know. He was. He was played for Argentina. He was in the '94 World Cup, I think. Uh, I mean, in the World yes, Champions. Yes. Yes. He was. Well, hang on. Hang on. I'll read it. Uh, Gallardo had a series of injuries, including a hamstring strain due to lack of rest between matches before the 1998 World Cup in France. He played on the group stages. Uh, and Croatia, and in the eighth finals victory against England. So he did play against England. Uh, so he did. He played against us. Monaco and PSG, and then DC United, and then end up in Uruguay. That was his um, career. I'd, I'll be frank with you, people. I don't. I don't really see him as the next Chelsea manager, unless I've missed something glaring here. I mean, what the fuck does he know about I'm, English I'm football? Thinking we've just had a guy with no like credentials. He was from up the road, and it was a shit show. So why would we get a guy with no credentials? From well, Argentina I think he's, he's, he, he, he's. I mean, he's managed National and River Plate, and he was an international footballer. So I think he. I think we can allow him some standing, but I think his, <laughs> his, his lack of. And he played for PSG as well, so he knows European football. But I think, you know, that's that's. I think that's a bit of a shot in the dark. I'm presuming it will be either Nagelsmann or Enrique. I mean, that's that's what the, the sensible people are saying. But this is a chat that we will have for another day uh, because we are going to go for a very quick break. But before we do, 
uh, a very quick reminder to you lovely people that we have got another Chelsea Fancast uh, and Troubadour live event coming up. Um, and uh, it's very interesting, actually, because uh, Alex, uh, as you may or may not know, uh, has always been very, very instrumental in these wonderful, wonderful events. And the next one is on April the 23rd, Sunday, April the 23rd, um, obviously at the Troubadour Club. Uh, and it is with the wonderful John Boyle, who... Um, who was, of course, one of the kings of the King's Road. I mean, he played for Chelsea in the 60s and through to the early 70s. Uh, won a European Cup, won his Cup medal for us in 71. Against, would you believe it, would you Adam and Eve it against Real Madrid? And he's coming on on the 23rd, uh, which will be five days after we've played Real Madrid in the uh, second leg of the quarterfinal. So let's hope we get a result there, because John will be very keen to talk about that. But most important of all, he want, he'll want to talk about his own career at Chelsea, which was fantastic. He's got a scrapbook which is legendary, which he's bringing along. So there we go. Uh, a look back at the Madrid game, a live Q&A with the Chelsea legend John Boyle. You can get to meet him, have a proper chat with him yourself, have a drink with him, get anything signed. Uh, knowing us, we'll end up in the... Knowing John, actually, he likes a drink or ten. Uh, so we'll probably end up in the pub afterwards. But it, it kicks off at 3pm. The doors open at 230 we kick off at three. So if you're going to the ladies' game, the women's game, the, uh, the, you know the, the semi-final of their Champions League, and um, providing it doesn't go to extra time and penalties, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then you can get to us in good time to hear John Boyle. Tickets are twenty quid plus a two quid booking fee. They are available at TicketWeb.uk. Um, and Alex, um, what you know as the as the originator, in fact, you know of this fantastic idea of these things we do. What would you like to say about this? I would like to say that you should come because it's a wonderful, intimate little event in a great venue. And if you don't come, I'll cock punch you. Yeah, there you go. So you heard it from Alex. And JK, JK's giving it the thumbs up. He's, he's, um, he's a character. I've met him on several occasions. Um, I just the People that come seem to really like the interactivity in it and the fact that they can, like, because there's so few of them. I thought obviously we have a maximum of 50, don't we? Yeah, about that. That they get to have the microphone and say their bit um, and they get to basically hang out yeah, with and, them. And have photos taken with him and chat and ask him any questions, even afterwards, if you don't want to ask during the show itself. And he's a he's a very sweet man, and um, uh, I had the the pleasure of of watching him a lot, and was a very combative player, and uh, um, what didn't figure hugely. I mean, fi oh, sorry, he figured hugely, but wasn't a wasn't one of the great stars of the team. But um, not to to denigrate him in any way, he was still a, um, an essential cog in the setup. But it was an era where um, he was sub a lot, um, and you didn't have you only had the one sub. I mean, nowadays he'd have been on every game. Um, he played in pretty much every position, bar goalkeeper. Didn't he did. He? he did. He was a. Yeah. He was a really fit, um, a, um, as I say, aggressive, a combative, skillful player. Very decent shot, and uh, um, excuse me, just you know, part of a great team, and uh, and as consequently, he has a, a a great position in my heart because they were a, such a fantastic side, and, and, he's, and I really enjoyed enjoyed watching him play. He's got some. Absolutely fantastic stories about that era as well. And of course, he played with all these greats like Osgood, uh, Hutchinson, Tommy Baldwin, Alan Hudson, Terry Venables, you name it. He, 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 he's he got some brilliant stories. Do not miss this, people. It is really going to be cracking. So there you go. 23rd of April, Sunday, the 23rd of April. We kick off at three. Doors open at 2.30. Tickets are 20 quid plus a two quid booking fee. And they are at ticketweb.uk. And I will be plastering social media with 
our little flyers between now and then. So don't really don't miss out. They're great fun. Right, we will be back in a uh, with a shake of a lamb's tail to talk about the Liverpool match from Tuesday. JK. Yes, Chidge. You know how frustrated we get when we can't get a ticket to an away match and it's not on the telly? Oh, yes. Oh. Well, I think I found the answer. You have? I have. It's NordVPN, and it allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. Oh, that sounds great. How do they do that? Well, with just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match. Oh, isn't that a bit risky, though? I wouldn't want people getting their hands on my personal details. No problem, JK. NordVPN acts as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great, but uh, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, mate. Oh, indeed it is, Chidge. Where do I sign up? To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show with me, Stanford Chidge and Jonathan Kidd, and the absolutely delightful, lovely, wonderful Alexandra Churchill. She's grinning. Lovely to see. Beautiful smile. Right. You what? You, uh, it's what? weird being Alexandra when I'm not in trouble. I know. Well, I, right. Well, I was being formal. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> um, right. Liverpool. Well, um, yeah, kind of weird. I did a bit of an experiment on Tuesday because I, I, I had I left a bit late. So I thought I'm not going to drive. I'm going to get the train up, see how that works. And I got up there for about half six, which, which worked exceptionally well. How long did it take, Chidge? Well, I mean, I got the I got the 5.18 out of my brain on the 5.18, if if uh, I wish. Uh, no, I got the 5.18 and I and I got to town about half six-ish just after. Went to the stool, went to the cock, had a couple of quick Guinnesses. It worked. So this is We my... saw each other at the stool? We did. We saw each other at the stool. We had some pictures taken by some... Yeah, we uh... met Rob and uh, Eddie, didn't we? We did, who were fantastic. That's right. So, yeah, it was all right. It worked quite well. And I left afterwards and I got back horribly late. I mean, it must have been quarter past midnight. Had to wait at Clapham for fucking ages for a train. But the reality is it takes two hours to drive back because you get stuck in bloody Chelsea for half an hour. You know, so, you know, queuing to get out. So, I mean, actually, it worked quite well. So I was quite happy. That was really the highlight of the day because the match, I well, actually, I think I'm maybe being a bit of a miserable old scrope because it wasn't that bad. I mean, I thought the one thing that really... Uh, intrigued me having coated off dear old Bruno was at least he played all the players in the right position and he did play oh. the five-man midfield that I kind of you know said he, 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 right. he didn't play he played Havertz um, he didn't play the fast what is Havertz's position 
But if he played the two games we won, Dortmund and Leeds, he played Havertz as a 10, Potter. And he played Pulisic and Sterling, if you remember, as the two fast runners up, up, up above them. So they're the kind of, not the target men, but they're the people who, who, who spread the, the, the effort. The, the defence has to make an effort to try and cut them off. And Werner was so good at that. He was terrible at shooting and scoring, but he made some very good runs and it was the sprinting aspect of it. You remember what he did it and we wanted him to, we didn't understand why he then brought Gallagher on um, uh, instead of Mudrick, which is the same setup. So essentially what Bruno did was to play everybody in their right positions other than Havertz, who once again was centre forward, which is we've established is really not his best position. But once we'd actually played, it's, it seems to be very similar, similar pattern at the moment. To, well, it has been all season. Um, for 15 minutes, we get about five chances, which we fail to put away. Um, for whatever reason, um, Kovacic wasn't decisive enough and it was, was on the line. They take an extra touch. Uh, the goalkeeper makes a fabulous save. Um, uh, somebody doesn't quite connect. There's an element of dithering. Um, and once again, people keep saying if there's a centre forward, they get somebody in who can actually put the ball in the net. It really will help them. And then the people saying, will Lukaku be possible for next season? Will the new manager like Lukaku? Please, God, no, no. But I actually think you can get away with it if you play the, the fast runner up front. And Havertz is then decent enough, a decent enough number 10 to put the ball in the net. But you need Felix to be lucky. I think Felix is a terrific player. Goodness knows whether we're going to have him next season, whether they're, whether um, Atletico will say, ah, oh, but he's now worth 150 million or some other shit, knowing the amount of money that the Clear Lake have been spending. But um, uh, that was my, my, my dismay with, um, with our dear friend uh, Bruno, who will be, um, known forevermore now, will he disappear into the mists of Chelsea history as as a another another he'll assistant? Be, he'll, he'll be, only does he'll be one a quiz question in about twenty years' time, won't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be like Ray. When did Ray Wilkins captain against Watford? Uh, Manage Watford four 0 I texted Absolutely. him. I texted him and said, Absolutely. "Ray, your record as a Chelsea manager will always be a hundred percent, mate. Well done." Absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely right. That's so, his heart. but but yeah, it was um, uh, so. But will will we will there be any evidence of, of as you were saying, Chid, of, of Potterization at all in this setup? I doubt it. But let's see. We, we, we've got to, tomorrow. It'll all be revealed at uh, the Willems. I, I loved your fan bite as I always do. And and Cal, you know, they couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. I thought Alex that Havertz and and Kova were particularly inept. Um, oh. I, I, I I shouted. I was sitting next to Darren Mantle, actually, Alex, and I and I, I was very, very, I was actually very sweary. I'm, I'm not. Do you know you... what? I think about it though. Kovacic missed so many fucking sitters, but it's Kovacic. The fact that he's in a position to actually and seems to know like roughly where the net is. That's good for him. Like obviously, we'd rather he scored, but cows ass banjo, like. Not really there to score, right? Is it always supposed to commend him? This is like that tree falling in the woods. Like, do we have a go at him well, for not scoring? I, I think we do, Alex. Credit for being there. No, I think we do have a go because it's absurd. He'll then score a fantastic volley, and you think, how has he managed to do that? I mean, he scored one of them. I remember when we. I was thinking, well, he scored, but I think he was aiming for the corner flag. You know, it, it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's always that kind of shot that go those. Those th- where you got goal of the month, didn't you, on match of the day? And you just thought, God, that was a complete fluke. How on earth do you do that? Because every other time, 
all he does is kick it. I mean, not even inches over the bar. Way over. About 15 yards over the bar. JK, now, remember you know, I, I had that theory. I don't know. It was. It seems like years ago, but it, I don't know how long ago it was now. But I, I said, isn't it interesting that Cover, as you, as Alex was saying, it sounds really positive. He's always like that free man on the edge of the area and the ball goes to him. You know, isn't that brilliant by him? And I, and I said at the time, I said, I think that the opposition deliberately manipulate it so that he is the free man knowing that he'll fucking shoot it about 20 yards over the bar they, there's no threat when he gets the ball outside it of the box it's awful isn't it that somebody of such clear skill because he's a very skillful player and a very authoritative player and the way he bursts out and when there are two players on him and then delivers a decent pass or not as more recent gets Fulham in particular he just gave it straight back to them uh, but uh, the fact, great Frank Sinclair moments. We always used to say, "Go on, Frank! Go on, Frank! Yeah, Frank! Oh, fuck! He's given it away again." That seemed to be the, uh, <laughs> the competition very similar like that. But oh, fuck! He scored an own goal. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Eddie, Frank, oh, not that way, Frank. Oh, shit. wrong goal, no. Frank. Yeah, <laughs> the other oh, way, Frank. The other way. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, I, I mean, really, to an extent. Should we be having a player like, I mean, he won the Champions League, for goodness sake. Who should I, why should I decry him? But it, after having somebody so brilliant as, uh, well, even Di Matteo, Di Matteo had a wonderful shot. Frank had a wonderful shot. Frank scored so many. And we have somehow accepted when we had Jorginho and Kovacic playing together that neither of them were any good at, at shooting and, and or even getting the ball, rarely getting the ball in the net other than penalties for, for, for Jorginho. I mean, the, the madness of that, really, you've got two two midfield players who are playing for an elite club who cannot shoot. I mean, surely they should be practising it. Surely. You say it's the same mistakes over again. Ten yards over, for fuck's sake, yeah. coverage. Does my it's head in, and I, I, was, I was very, very sweary about it. Mind you, Alex, one thing I was very... I was delighted about, actually, and that was... It was just so good to see Conte back, and he was brilliant again. Oh. Best player, oh. He's best player on the He's pitch. Alive. We need a JK film style thirties horror. He's alive because I actually was starting <laughs> to see But he was brilliant. I mean, he was magnificent. Uh, best player magnificent. on the pitch. Best player on the pitch. Well, twins. The, tw- the twins were back yeah. at the beginning. That business when he he ran down the wing, um, I think got tackled. We lost the ball, and he was the next man in defence picking the ball up. And only seconds had gone by. I thought, God, he's teleported. He's got a teleporter machine. God, he's just appeared. He was he was absolutely fantastic. And then, uh, the, once again, the journalists this morning, somebody was trying to work out who the players would go. And they said, they said um, um, many European players are interested in Kante, and um, it's likely he'll leave in the summer, I read this morning. And you think, what? what why would Chelsea, because he hasn't signed a contract, but Chelsea surely would, would do their utmost to get him to play on that, on that element, on that evidence alone. If he gets back, he's getting back to his best. Be intriguing to see what he does against Real Madrid, because um, to me, he could, he, you, once again, you could build the team around him again. I, was, I thought he was fantastic. I have to say, when Connor came on as his replacement, Connor did really well as well. Playing that role, I suddenly thought, God, Connor's got that. He's got his role. He sees what he's supposed to do. Up into he's, he's, he's in front. He's spraying the ball around. And Connor is such a bundle of energy. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the summer? Please don't get rid of Connor. Make a find a way of making it work. If he's Conte's 
sub replacement and that's all he does. Yes, please. Let's have him for that, please. Well, I mean, you know, sorry, go on, Alex. Just saying, not fuck that up, Chelsea. Well, I, that, I think this is what I was saying in part one. I think Franken has a role to play here in, in in terms of, you know, getting a tune out of some of these players that that we're thinking, or the club might be thinking, oh, well, maybe we can let them go. And I, I, I mean, you know, if it, I mean, Frank Lampard is Conor Gallagher's complete and utter idol. He idol, he worships. You thought you thought Mount, you know, son of Lampard. Conor Gallagher loves Frank Lampard even more. He wants to be Frank Lampard. That, that's he modelled his game on, on on Frank. So if anybody can get a tune out of Gallagher, you would have thought it'd be Frank Lampard. So, Perhaps he can get him to shoot, Chidge. Perhaps he can actually, you know, say, "Look, get into this position and have a go," yeah. as he used to. Yeah. Because he's got everything else, Conor, and he's got a decent shot on him. Yeah. No, he has. He's got. I think he's got plenty of skill. When we scored loads of goals last year for Palace, didn't he? So. We know we know that he can do it. So yeah, interesting stuff. I tell I tell you what really amused me uh, about Liverpool, Alex, was just just how shit they are. They looked awful. Do you know what? Did you see Klopp's uh, press conference where that he said like, "Let's just do the elephant in the room," which is if Potter's been sacked, then how do I still have a job? And he laughed, and everyone went, <laughs> "I'm like, no, seriously, I want to know how this guy still has a job." I asked a Liverpool fan, and they said at least one more year of grace for everything he's done before they start whining about getting rid of him. Oh. I was like, okay. That's well, another year enough. of that. You, you go for it. But I was like, how long does he get? Tell me. And they were like, oh, at least another season. I, I think, like, I think you know, fair enough. I think if the, the situa- situation was, was reversed, we would probably be the same, actually. You know, I mean, he's won them a fuck of a lot of yeah, trophies. It's just interesting to... Yeah, it's interesting to hear from them yeah. how long they think they would. Because no, they're dross right now. They as really well. are shit. Um, interesting to hear them articulate how long they're willing to put up with that. Yeah, but you see, what they've done is that he's he's done the, the the critical error that either the club or he or both of them have done is to allow their side to get too old. Their midfield is decrepit. You've still got Henderson in there for fuck's sake. Henderson was playing a bizarre kind of right side midfield. Um, almost winger and get in Taylor's face as much as possible. Shouting a lot is what he does. Yeah, shout an enormous amount because we we I took my I took my my daughter Georgia, who's fourteen, and she actually said she said why is that bloke shouting all the time? And I said well because it's Henderson. Is it? Oh, that's Henderson. She said oh yeah, of course he has played for England. I said yeah, that's good that you know that. And she said but he just shouts at the referee all the time. I said yeah yeah, but it is Taylor and you know he is useless. But um, Taylor of course. Um, managed to put his usual stamp on the game, as did, um, was it Matip, who... Um, he managed to fuck it right up. Yeah, who, yeah, who, of course, kicked Felix. I mean, it was a, it, it was definitely a yellow card, but it, it could easily have been a sending off in the, in the fourth minute when he kicked him. Nothing happened. He just went and spoke to him. And, of course, he then commits about three or four fouls and finally gets a yellow card in the 70th minute. And you think, why will they not punish Liverpool players for fouling excuse me, early on in games. I mean, te- they tend to not punish anybody early on in games because I think they feel that they're destroying the spectacle. But if somebody commits a foul like that, why why is it allowed to, to you know, he went and sort of had words with, with Matip, but, but meanwhile, Felix is writhing on the floor, which could possibly be a, um, a career-ending um, injury, which doesn't seem to be important to him. And perhaps he thinks he's just trying it on, but um, bloody foreigners. Yeah, but but 
I'm, I'm just constantly amused by the, the whole of the refereeing um, hierarchy's approach to these these kind of ancient rituals that they have. No, you don't send a player off in the first few minutes. I mean, you know, you, Vinnie and Jones you don't, got it, against... It doesn't matter if it's a foul, if it's in the box, it's not a foul. Well, it is, and then it's a penalty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We, we, well, you know, enough about the rubbish referees already. Um, well, of course, it was nil-nil, which did nobody a favour, least of all us. Although I have to say, uh, it's possibly, uh, we're now on 39 points in 11th, you know. Uh, we're, we're underneath Fulham and Brentford. But Liverpool are in 8th, which is too high for them because they, they, they looked shocking. But uh, we've now got 39 points. Could that have been the point that means we're safe from relegation? Woo! Who could say? Anyway, um, we'll find out the weekend, of course, because we've got the Wolves away. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But before I do, um, I got I got tweeted by um, Adam, the lovely Adam Robinson, who is the chair of the uh, Eastern Blues at Eastern Blues on Twitter, um, and they are the official Chelsea supporters club for East Anglia, so kind of Norfolk and all of that. Uh, as well as and, and Suffolk, I presume, as well as uh, a shared love of Chelsea, the Eastern Blues and its members are dedicated to supporting local charities and making a difference in their community. And they're proving that because they are in association, in association, if I can actually speak English, with Mid Norfolk Motorhome Hire. They're doing a marathon walk in July in aid of the Norfolk Mind and the Suffolk Mind, which is their mental health charity. So this is a subject close to my own particular heart, as you can imagine. They're doing it in memory of the late Lee Reader, who's a long-standing club official and friend to many of the members there, and he uh, was a dedicated fundraiser himself and supporter of local charities, so they're very proud to be able to dedicate this day to him. So they're basically, you know, marathon 26 point whatever it is miles, and they're walking it. Sounds great to me. I think they deserve our wholehearted support. If you want to support them by dipping your hand into your pocket, they've got a Just Giving page, which is justgiving.com forward slash team forward slash EB Marathon Walk. So there we go. Go there and, and donate something. I shall be doing likewise uh, when we've done this show. So good luck, Adam. Well done for getting in touch. And very happy to, to support you and the Eastern Blues in this venture. Well done, you lot. Right, we'll be back after the break to talk about the Wolves match. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge. Down there is Jonathan Kidd. Ow. And up there is the lovely Alexandra Churchill. Hello. I didn't get as big a smile. She knew that was coming. I think I'll have to be you more... You did a very coy hello. Did she you see did. that? It was very coy. I was trying not to joke on my bourbon okay. <laughs> while you were introducing it. It yes. looks like it's a can of Coke to me, isn't it? A can of Coke, rather. No, I've gone gone proper wino and pulled the bourbon directly. Into oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensible, sensible. Right, uh, sensible. This is not necessarily a word I would attribute to my team selections on a normal week. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, this week I think it's even less likely. I do you know what? I haven't got a fucking Scooby, but here we go. You ready, J.K.? Aye. Uh, now, I, I think I, I, I feel the need to put some mitigation, uh, also known as excuses, before I commit this to you all. Um, 
This is not necessarily the team I would pick. <laughs> okay, but I, it's also, well, how, you know, what's Frank going to do? Like you were saying earlier on, is he going to stay with three at the back? Or we know he liked to play four at the back. So what I've done is I've looked at the last team selection he made, which was that Leicester and the uh, Luton one. And he played four two three one. Now, he had Tammy Abraham up front for that match. So he actually had a striker. So it, it casts my selection into immediate doubt already. And of course, I've also forgotten about the instantly forgettable Raheem Sterling. So that's another possible faux pas. But I've kind of tried to pick what I think he might pick. Um, Kepper in goal, because he hasn't got anybody else. Mendy's still injured, isn't he? Uh, if he goes four at the back, Chilwell left back, Fafana and Koulibaly, because I think he'll know Koulibaly uh, and he'll see him as an experienced pro rather than a, uh, a you know, an, an error-prone defender. But uh, there we go. So Chilwell, Fafana, Koulibaly, James. That's your back four. Fernandes and Conte. I think that would, that would be his two on the double pivot or whatever you want to call it. This is where it gets interesting. Because we've got too many players to play in these kind of positions, but we don't have a bloody striker. But I cannot conceive of him not playing Mount. Now, interestingly, he played Mount, uh, you know, as one of the two in midfield, you know, the deep-lying midfielders against uh, Luton. But I think he might put him in the middle of the three. And I think he'll put, I think he'll play Pulisic because I think, again, tried and tested, he knows Pulisic. I don't. I can't believe you can't not play Felix. So Felix has to be in there. So I think you'll have Pulisic, Mount, and Felix as the three. And of course, wh- what does that leave you with? Um, Havertz. <laughs> so you know, I'm sorry, Havertz playing in a number nine role, which we know he's not suited to. Which is why I'm looking at it going, what the fuck? What are you on, Chidge? You know, you, that can't work. But I don't know. I mean, he could put. He could. But I mean, you know, the thing is, do you drop Havertz? I can't see him doing that. I think he no. think no. I think he thinks Havertz is a decent player. He's not going to not play Felix. Felix is a decent player. He likes Pulisic and he want a bit of pace. And I think he likes Mount. And he'll want Mount in a place where he can dictate play. So that's why I've gone for that. But he might not play four two three one. He might go four three three. He might even go stick with what we're good at three four three or three five two. I it, it's I I'm I'm a bit lost this week, as you can probably tell, J.K. I think it's all complete guesswork, as it is every week. But um, um, I think with Potter, because I think he played... How many players did he play? He, he, I don't think he ever played the same team, did he? Uh, two games running. So um, I think he will probably keep to uh, what has been happening recently, rather than... Because he's hardly had any days. I would suspect he'll play three at the back. And I have to say, Fafana played very well, by, by the way, against Liverpool. Bloody I think for, good player, mate. I think Fafana is a terrific player. Yeah. I agree. I think they've made they they got it right buying him and paying that amount of money because he's very very quick and very uh, astute. Gets in tackles. A couple of blocks he did were magnificent, magnificent stuff. So um, I'm I'm a big fan. Um, no, I think he'll play f- uh, three at the back with two wing backs, uh, and I think he'll play the five across. And I think it then means that he so can who, just... So who, who, who are you putting in? Who are you putting in? Um, uh, Fernandez Conte. No, 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 no. Who's your three at the back? Oh, um, Fafana? Uh, Fafana, Koulibaly and, um, uh, and, and Cucurella. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah, I, got, seriously. I got dogs abused for picking him last week. No, I know. But I, I, no, I'm, but 
why would you do that? He, he played. You were absolutely right. Why, why we're supposed to be pick? We're not picking our favourite team. We're picking the team we think the manager. I'd, I'd pick Ashley Cole, mate, if that was the case. Yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think current players under contract would be. Don't <laughs> um, be such a spoil sport. Yeah, sorry about that. I can't help myself. But uh, yeah, if, if he plays the three, he'll play. I think he'll play the same back five that he played against Liverpool. And I think you'll play the same team as Liverpool. I, don't, I, I feel that Mount won't get in, actually. OK, this is what, this is what I want to hear. Yeah, go on. I think, he'll, I think he'll bring Mount on. But I think he's, he, he would be, it would be foolish to go, I don't know, for the morale of the team. Actually, he's my favourite player. I'm picking him. When, uh, if his attitude has been wrong or he's not been playing very well. I mean, it's interesting to see. I wonder what training was like today. Because um, uh, he's got to get to know the new players. Uh but no, I suspect I suspect Mount will come on, and I think he'll play um, uh, Fernandez, um, Kante, and Kovacic, and I don't think he'll pick Pulisic, Pulisic. I think he'll pick Sterling, and I think it'll be Sterling, Felix, and Havertz, uh, and I think Sterling will be playing ahead of Havertz, and he'll try and play Havertz in the ten. I think because be, I, I felt... mean basically you're right. I mean he had uh, Fafana, Koulibaly, Cucurella, James, Conte, Fernandez, Kovacic, Chilwell, and Havertz and Felix up front. Yeah, I didn't mention Felix. Felix to me gets in every time. I think Felix is a terrific player. I just think he's been he's been unfortunate. Um, he takes a little bit too much time. I think he'll get sharper and sharper. His his ability to to break down a situation by a little clever flick or a back heel or nutmeg or something is um, is very classy indeed. I really think he's he's the kind of player who should be playing for Chelsea. He's a top top talent. Really terrific, skillful player. I'm very fond of him. Okay, fair enough. So, what what do you reckon, Alex? I mean, you know, will he will he will he will he be frank, or will he uh, will he kind of like just say, okay, let, let's stick with what they had last week until I kind of get an idea about you know how it's going to work. Yeah, I I think he might do that, but I don't think it's unreasonable your assumption that he might go with what he knows and and rely on the players that he knows. Do you know what I said like in the script? Said. I said, will Frank go full English and those he knows? Yeah, I think he might, but then he's literally had a couple of days. Maybe he'll just go with what what happened last week. But then I don't know. It's not. It's not Doesn't that mean that Cheek plays? Mm. If he knows him. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Was was Cheek? Was Cheek? Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Was because he was injured, wasn't he? When Frank turned up, because he got injured at the end of that season, didn't he? And then he went on loan. I'm just wondering if he played many games under Frank. I'll have to he go. Must have, he, must, he knew of him, though, obviously. Yeah, I'll have to go back to uh, to Bounder Friardale. Of course, the really big issue, J.K., is you know how how does Frank? Well, the two issues that we know. I mean, when Frank was here, we scored lots of goals, but we leaked loads of goals. At the moment, we're not leaking too many, but we cannot score if our lives depended on it. So, how is Frank going to get Chelsea scoring? And is he going to leave big holes at the back by doing it again? Because that was his weakness. He got a scoring, but he couldn't stop us leaking goals. He's got to try and figure that out. How's he going to do it? I just think it'll be... Well, does, does he try and play the way that Potter was, Potter was playing? Um, uh, it's a good point, Chid, because that's why I was saying I think I think he'll score. I think we'll score, and I think the team will score several, but we'll ship them because he'll get more people in the box. I just think that's his... That's the way Frank played. I haven't said that though. He he set Everton up very um, uh, tentatively, frequently, um, to be defensive and then to break. 
So, you know, he's he's got his coaching badges. He's not a mug. He knows he can shift. He used to change things around in the middle of games. So perhaps he'll start with, you know, with with tentatively and then and when we need a goal, push push more forwards on. I don't know. I, I'm 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 intrigued just to see what what on earth will happen. You know, and if if we lose horribly, then perhaps we've made a terrible mistake. But once again, it's it doesn't really matter, does it? To an extent. No, I, I think I think he's got a totally a free hit. I, I wonder. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you think about it, when when Frank, I mean, he did like to play four at the back, uh, and he didn't really have the centre backs to be able to do that. Um, well, he wouldn't let one of them play, of course. Well, mind you, Rudiger Rudiger plays better in a five in three at the back, doesn't he? Doesn't play as well. Well, that's enough. what happened. Tuchel yeah. came in, went three at the back, and yeah. and suddenly Rudiger looked a, a proper player a again. Player. Absolutely, you're making too many errors, wasn't he, under Frank? I mean, the, was... the the issue here, of course, is Silver, who needs to play in a three, because and he needs Silver. He bought Silver, of course. And he so bought Silver, Silver, of course. Yeah, Silver's his big uh, big purchase, and Silver wrote, I even mean, tweeted that you know he, he owed so much to Frank for coming to England. Yeah. So, I think we might have better central defenders now. This time round, I mean, you know, I I, I actually rate Badashiel. I think he's a good good defender. Um, I mean, Koulibaly sneak injured? Does he sneak in well, instead he, of Koulibaly? He, okay, if you look at who we got in defence, who's good enough? I don't think Cucurella is. No, um, I agree. I think Fafana is superb. Uh, I think Silver is genuinely world class. I think Badashiel is good enough. Trevo can do a job, but he's lower down the pecking order. He's still got errors in him. Um, Koulibaly. I mean, all the experience in the world, a senior pro, but and I think he's a good defender, but I think he's got errors in him. But so I think the bottom line is Frank has got enough. I mean, the the interesting thing is, is is you know, would he play Chilwell and James as fullbacks, or will he just realise like everybody knows that they are better as wingbacks? You know, this is the thing. You've got two of the. We 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 were bitching about it last week. When uh, when Potter put James as a set, a, a right centre back, you've got two of the best wing backs in the world. Fucking play them as wing backs. So you've got to play three at the back if that's the case. I think they're wasted as full backs. You know, although it worked to Liverpool, didn't it, with uh, Terence Trent Derby and uh, Robertson, whatever his name is. So it's going to be intriguing. But I do think we have a better. I think we have better defenders now than we did when Frank was the manager first time around. He shifted it at Liverpool, didn't he? He because because they attacked so much the two fullbacks, he would have people cover and come around instead of them. So it almost became a um a three at the back. It was Somebody it shift, back. shifted yeah all the Fabinho. time under Klopp. And also they were so much in your face. That was what Robertson and and and, and Terence Trent Derby did was that they were they were they they were they fought, it was the same pressing that Tuchel did, essentially. They were forcing everybody into the touchline. It was up to them to get as far up the field as possible. So in a sense, playing, it wasn't really a four. It was a, it was a shifting, shifting pattern that he, he doesn't seem to replicate at the moment. And, and we were talking about that before, weren't we, saying that the, the two major, the two teams that weren't doing as well as they should be doing um, played the most minutes last year. And I think it was, it was a lot to do with the pressing. Yeah, I agree. Be very intriguing, Alex, won't it? Um, Thing is, though, right? We can't score. Wolves can't score. We can't score. As J.K. was saying on Monday's show, it's got nil-nil written all over it, hasn't it? I mean, they can't score at all. Wolves. I mean, I was reading in the the little uh, preview that uh, the wonderful people at Flash Score do uh, some hilarious stats. Uh, not if you're a Wolves fan. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, I can't find it now, typically. But oh, here we go. Uh, they scored against Knott's Forest with their only shot on target. One shot on target. They scored. So I suppose their strike rate is pretty good. And so did Villa. Villa only had, what is it, five shots to our 27. Oh, yeah. They scored twice. That. Yeah. They don't score very much. Um, none of their last 12 Premier League home games were drawn. They've won five and lost seven. And on each occasion, the side scoring first won. So beware the first scorer. If we score it, then we're away. Uh, They've only lost one of their last four head-to-heads that they've hosted against us lot. One, two, drawn, one. Uh, Chelsea, on the other hand, this is just pitiful. This is potiful, in fact. (laughs) Chelsea have scored just 29 goals this season. Their third lowest tally after 29 league fixtures in the entire club's history, JK. Oh, wow. That is so damning, isn't Isn't it? it? I I never knew that. That is so awful. That's the third lowest in our entire history after 29 games in a season. Wow. Jesus wept, man. Wow. Uh, And uh, we don't... You know, the other thing he's got to do is try and get us to win away, because we've been shit at that. I mean, the Leicester win was our first in nine attempts. Been shit at home as well, Chidge. Well, we I know, I know. We've just been shit. No, that was, you know, can I just rant briefly? Yes. Just to say, that seven months that he was in charge was one of the most dismal times ever watching Chelsea. Even going back as far as well, Porterfield and Blanchflower. I mean, really. And Hurst. And and yeah, yeah. But well, he had a, a period where he won a few, I suppose. Like, well, there was that. It was that period at the back end of the season where we didn't score a goal for like twenty odd matches, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, before it, that, he nearly got us got us promoted. He did. He did. What, what what I loved was was how we we all accepted the process, didn't we? Even though we were ranting, railing against him, we all went, "Okay, yes, it might get better somehow." So each game we went to, the expectation was somehow they'd have found their mojo in training in the week. And it never fucking happened, other than Dortmund. <laughs> I mean, for good, for God's sake. Can I tell you an interesting fact about Wolves? Yes. They're owned by Fosun International, who have a stake in an agency, which is the uh, Gesifute Agency, which, of course, is owned by uh, Jorge Mendes. Jorge Mendes, sorry, you know the the agent, the prominent agent. Oh, that's that bastard super agent. That's why yes. I got more money than God. So, because of the connection, Mendes is a Portuguese national, and being an advisory member to Wolves, they they sign Portuguese players because they have a mass of uh, of Portuguese players playing for them. Yeah. Don't one, they? one of whom who is rather good is thankfully not playing because Neves is not playing, uh, as I gather, which is good news. This is a hilarious stat about Wolves. They've received a league high six red cards, Premier League red cards this term, four of them at home. So if oh, you like well. a bit of a bet, stick one on a red card, mate. Do you uh, think that Diego might be involved in that? I don't know. Because because we gave him such an, a fantastic ovation at the bridge. He may be he may not be in our faces if he plays. I'm I don't know if he's injured or not. I mean he he tends to be injured all of the time at the moment. Let me just have a quick look. Um Diego Costa. Wolves. Will not play. Uh, no, Chiquino, Johnny, some bloke called Johnny. Yeah, he was the one who scored that um, that goal from the halfway line the other day. Do you remember? Oh God, but he's, he's he got a red card, so he's he's suspended. He's not playing. Uh, Chiquino's Traore's a decent player for them. Traore was yeah. run. Yeah, Tra- always... whoa, 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 just let me do the who's injured. Traore's Sorry. questionable. Yeah, Neves, uh, too many yellow cards. 
Kaladzic, knee injury. Johnny, red card. Chikino, knee injury. So who did oh, you? Who did you? Who are you blurting out? Who? 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 who, who are you blurting. 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 You blurted. You blurted. Who? who um, uh, Traore. We're always every. Uh, there was a period, if you remember, we were always linked with Traore. Do you remember that? Any oh right, he's a doubt. He's a doubt. There. He's a doubt. It's, he's a doubt as well. Blimey, yeah, who have they got? They've got a Nunes and a and a Kuna and uh, um, oh, what's it? That that um, Huang He Chan is a decent player. Very decent striker, except he doesn't score. And Podence, another decent player, but once again, the ball doesn't appear to be regularly hitting the back of the net. Mm. So, uh, and they've got Dawson, Craig Dawson, decent, decent centre half. Um, uh, well, Semedo's quite decent as well. Um, they're all decent. I mean, it, they, they, yeah, they're difficult to score against, even though they can't score themselves. Yeah, I mean, their last matches, right? Yeah, uh, they drew against Forest away. They got humped by Leeds at home, 4-2. They yes, lost to Newcastle away, 2-1. They beat Spurs 1-0 uh, at home. And uh, they lost to Liverpool away, 2-0. That's their last five. So, I don't know. I mean, they're up and down, aren't they? they I think they're, they're, I, I would describe them as awkward. But they're also <laughs> fighting relegation, mate, because they're on 28 points. They're in 14th. Yeah. And Forrest, uh, Bournemouth, who are in 18th, are on 27. So they're only one point above the drop zone. So they, they're going to be, you know, you would you would expect them to be going for it like fuck because they don't want to get relegated. This is going to well, be an actually, awkward match. We'll Alex? Be, our players are... Sorry, okay. I'm going to... Yeah, Alex, go on. on. You go, JK. And then I was going to say, you, you, you hope that our players will be playing for the new manager, even though he's an interim temporary manager, just to impress him. But who knows with the current crop as to what on earth he'll be doing. Um, but Wolves, um, having hardly had any shots and having hardly scored, will probably score four tomorrow because it's us. <laughs> they'll only have two goal, two shots on target, but they'll score yeah, four. Yeah, and we will have four offside goals and, uh, and three um, ha- punched into the net by mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well... Absolutely. I hope it's not a repeat of Frank's first match in charge, uh, in league league match in charge. What we got it was it was the four nil away to United, wasn't it? Which is horrendous. I mean, our history against Wolves is fascinating actually because we haven't really played them that much. I mean, in 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 history, in our total history, we've won forty four, drawn thirty, and lost forty. In the Premier League, we've only played them eight times. Up at up at this is up at Molyneux, by the way. So uh, uh, you know, equivalents and all of that. We've won four drawn one lost three of course we had that 5-2 didn't we where Abraham scored a hat-trick and Tamori scored that absolutely ridiculous goal under Frank that was early on in Frank's career and of course one of my favorite aways was uh was the 5-0 with Hernan Crespo which, I was I was there yeah fucking Crespo loved the man was the other one the two was it the 2-1 with um when, when was the when Drogba scored a fabulous no Drogba and um who was the Russian player we had um uh not Zerkov. Yeah. Yeah, Zerkov scored. Really? Yeah. yeah. Zerkov and Drogba wow. scored. Drogba scored one, I think, was just to boot up the field. 2010? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there we so go. Maybe, but... That's right, I was there then. Zerkov as well. had twiglets for legs, though. He did, yes, didn't he? He, he did. slid in beautifully there, I remember that, because we didn't play very well that day. Oh, so well. I don't know if I remembered that game. And I can't remember most of the others. Why? I don't know. That? I don't know, mate. I mean, I, here's I, the thing. I think it's they're awkward. I think that they they clearly don't create very much. Um, I wonder if that they'll they'll be quite defensive and negative 
I mean, you know, they, they don't want to lose, that's for sure. I mean, Alex, really, it's got nil-nil written all over it, mate. Oh, don't say that. Not another one, please. Please, not another one. No, it's going to be, whatever happens, it's going to be exciting. And it's going to be a good day to be a Chelsea fan. And it's not Frank going will to come be on the pitch at the end and, and, and clap us all. And we'll go, yeah, Frank, we love you. Yeah, super, yeah. Super, super, Frank. Well, that's exactly super, what we'll be Can't he just play? Can't he just play and hover on the edge of the 18-yard box? <laughs> What I think will happen is that Triori will run at Koulibaly, who will he's, chop him down. He won't play, mate. Oh, sorry. He won't play. Uh, well, he won't even not coming on as a sub. He, he's, no. qu- he's questionable. I, I'm presuming they, they they mean that because he's injured, not because he's of questionable morals or questionable anything. Player, okay, yeah. But if he does play, he'll run at Koulibaly. He'll chop him down and be sent off. Yeah, yeah. Or he'll just run over Cucurella. Yes. yes. A bit like Jonah Lumu and Tony Underwood. Oh well. Oh well, shame. Oh well, shame. Uh, Alex, put a score on it for us. Uh, 2-0 Chelsea. 2-0 Chelsea. I love you, Alex. Uh, JK? 0-0. Um, uh, nil, nil. You're going to go 0-0? Nil, nil. I was going to be a miserable scrote and go 0-0. Nil, nil. OK, I'll go 1-0 to Chelsea. OK, I'll just go batshit then. 3-2 to Chelsea. Frank's back. It's yeah. exciting again. 3-2 to Chelsea. We'll score in the last minute. How about that? Yeah. Mason Mount will get the winner in the last minute. Yes, he will. Yes. Yeah. In fact, we'll be 2-0 down and we'll score three in the last eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? No, I'll go 3-2. What the fuck? I have no idea, basically. I've got a horrible sneaking suspicion, JK. It's got nil-nil written all over it, mate. Hasn't it? It really has. It has. I not say it, because then if it happens, it's your fault. No, I'm saying 3-2. I'm saying 3-2. I don't know if I've got the balls to do that in the Prem predictions. That's the real test. <laughs> Quite often I'll say something on here and then lie and do something different in the Prem predictions, but I've been having a mare. I've had, I've had a very Chelsea-like season in the Prem predictions, so I should shut up, really. Okay, I think we're done, aren't we? Uh, any, any last requests, Alex? Anything you'd like to say before we disappear into the ether? Uh, if you are bored out of your mind on Easter Sunday and want to come on a war walk around London, I'm doing a war memorials walk. Um, just go to historiatravel.org. We are going to potter London's war memorials for a couple of hours and then go to the pub. Um, or better still, come to France and Belgium with us. Uh, tell, tell, me, tell, me, tell me more, because we, we haven't had a chance to plug this for a while, so it's a good opportunity so to do. Okay, if you have always dreamed of going to the Western Front um, and seeing what it's all about, then you can come with us at the beginning of June uh, with myself, Andrew Holmes and Johnny Dyer uh, and do the whole thing through the lens of Chelsea Football Club. So you get to go to Ypres, you get to go to the Somme, you get to go to Vimy, you get to learn about the First World War from start to finish uh, through the eyes of players and fans of Chelsea Football Club. Mm. And I can vouch for how absolutely brilliant that trip is, by the way. Because apart from learning about history with people who really know their onions and do it in a way that you can understand, more importantly, you get really drunk for three days. <laughs> it's great. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. I'll tell you... The Woolwich, Woolwich one again. What? The Woolwich, the Woolwich one. The Woolwich one is the 11th of June, and that is... That one's going to be good. That's myself and Kate Jameson. Oh, wait, was it what, Easter Sunday tomorrow? Can I come too? Please, 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 please. No, I can't, actually, because I'm having lunch with my family. But I'd, I'd do anything to go on a tour with Kate. She's wonderful. Woolwich on the 11th of June. So we're going to the east site of the Woolwich Arsenal. We do everything from Tudor bunnies to twigs and rope and all her naval shit to my World War One shit. Then 
we go to the pub where they founded that grotty football club that thinks they're going to win the league. And then when it's dark, we come back out and go ghost hunting and we tell you all the ghost stories from Woolwich Arsenal and there are some crackers. I'm utterly amazing. And that, those two together, Kate and Alex, mate, I tell you, it'd be brilliant. I, I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, I'm I definitely, but look, please do the Portsmouth one again on a date that I can do. Please. I will do. And more importantly for you, my friend, I've been talking to Zach this week about 2024, the Peninsula War <sighs> one. He's going next month to the recce. Oh, my God. So I, it looks like we've got enough interest to make that one happen. You should you should, so. you should, should get Jason Salke to go on that one. I do. Yeah, get Jason to come. He'd or love even it. Sean Bean. Or even Sean Bean. Bastard. Yeah, bastard. I love him. There's a there's a brilliant Sean Bean YouTube uh, thing of basically every all the clips from Sharp where he goes bastard. It's just like one bastard after another, and it, it made me think of you and I talking about Leeds the other week. You know, we got him to say it on uh, History Hack as well, and he did it. God love him, bastard. I love him. Anyway, enough. Wait, he went what. Bastard. He's just brilliant. All right, great stuff. Alex, brilliant to see you. Always lovely to see you. And good luck with your uh your little history trip on Sunday. Sounds like a cracker. And uh, people do sign up to the the Chelsea oriented uh World War One war tour. It, honestly, I, I went with Tony and a few others and it was brilliant. So there you go. Uh Alex, lovely to see you. We will see you very soon, I hope. JK as ever, a sheer delight to see your little face. It was really lovely to see you, actually, at the Liverpool game. I uh, don't normally get to see you before the match, and I managed to meet up with you at the stall. And lovely, and the lovely Georgia. It was excellent, Chidge, to see you. Yeah. So the, the love, the love we got as well. Yeah. Um, it's so sweet. Thank you so much. I tweet's the wrong word. It's just, it, it's uh, heartwarming. Humbling, Thank mate. So Thank you. It is humbling, absolutely. If it had been just me, that wouldn't have happened. It was they're, they're, they're here for the Johnny Kid. They're only here for the Johnny Kid. They don't give. They don't care about me. It's just uh, you know, we don't care about the fan cast. We don't care about Chidge. All we care about is Jonathan Kid. There you go. You did that really well, Chidge. That was thank you. There we go. <laughs> I said I said it through gritted teeth, didn't I? I'm not bitter. Yeah. I'm not jealous it, at all. No, I love you, man. Love you, man. Lost energy, Chidge. It lost energy. It did, didn't it? I I love you both. We've seen where bitterness gets you today, haven't we, in Chelsea circles? So let's not go there. No, okay, we won't. Uh, It's brilliant to have you both on, as ever. Always lovely to see you. Um, You lot out there, as ever, again, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. You're very lovely people. Now, we will be back on Monday for the main Chelsea fancast, of course. Uh, 7.30pm, looking back at the match against the Wolves, hopefully celebrating a goal. I'd settle for a goal at this stage, I really would. And also, nice. yeah, wouldn't it be? And and uh, also, of course, we'll be looking ahead to the Champions League quarterfinal, first leg away to Real Madrid on Wednesday night, which is going to be a cracker. That'll be bouncing. So there you go. So thank you for listening. See you all next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chill. Super, super frank, super, super frank, super, super frank, super frank, It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.